0: if you're friends with Snoop Dogg, it's probably even better.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know how they... The, the cooking and the whole brownies thing probably got well, bad. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Always still good
1: after a good brownie.
0: You're listening to Taxed Out The Podcast. Join us on a wild ride today from everything from Snoop Dogg to Bernie Madoff. Learning about tax loss harvesting and what the difference is between short-term tax gains and long-term tax gains. Enjoy! Do you feel prepared for this? Not at all. I think one thing that I, I heard was uh, when you finally feel prepared, it's too late, you've lost your opportunity. So you're going to kind of figure it out when you go. If, you, if, you, if you're first... That's how I live life. If your first product is perfect, you wasted too much time preparing. Preparing, oh, I like that. Nothing has to be an A anymore, right? I don't know. Grades are important. This isn't a grade. <laughs> can, <laughs> can try. <laughs> so you have you have Netflix, right? I do have Netflix. Do you actually watch Netflix? At times. What do you enjoy? So right now, I'm not in the middle
1: of a Netflix show. Oh, okay.
0: Well, so this is perfect. Uh, So personally, I enjoy documentaries or docuseries. Okay. Alexis does not. So I have to find time by myself to watch them. Latest one, there's a docuseries on Bernie Madoff. I'm assuming you did not know this. No, I didn't
1: know there was a doc I mean there's a docuseries series on everybody, it seems like, but
0: I think his his came out recently. Okay. Uh four part docuseries. Okay. Each episode's about an hour. Um uh, super interesting. Should, should be interesting. Going going through so I've already I I watched I finished it uh last week and I was going through it. And I'm like, there's there's some like interesting concepts in there with Bernie of going to the real investor, obviously in that Black and white arena, yeah, <laughs> where you're on on the right uh but uh i mean do I'm assuming uh, well, I to give you a heads up of hey, we're going to talk about Bernie Ponzi scheme, got anything else well, you just can't
1: trust anybody, can you <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's about. You know, I mean, it, it's crazy what he was able to pull off for so long. And I mean, I did do a little research, right? And there were some people that were proving there's no way he could have the returns. And and they, they turned him in multiple to times. Both the FBI, I think it was, and the SEC. No one went after him. But you know, I mean, I think it goes to prove
0: if it's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> they, and that, those were his returns. In the in the docu series, they interviewed people that worked for him, uh, the people that turned him in, they used some of his deposition uh, to kind of go through the story. So the, the one guy who, uh, who did actuarial science and whatnot, so he went through, and then he created his first document, and they showed it, and he's like, I provided this to the SEC back in 2001, one, two thousand two, two 2005, 2007, 2008. And they just never... And when they... Finally, did their uh, review? He lit up the SEC in uh, in court. Oh, really? Right. Just talking about it. Uh, but super and and uh, think of how much money would have been saved by people had. So at the time in two thousand one, it was approximate. He he was estimating it was um around seven to ten billion. Uh, you know, of how, how much was put in at that time, I'm unsure, because he ended with about $68 billion, with only $19 billion actually put in.
1: And he spent, did he spend the rest of it on himself?
0: Uh, well, it was a mixture of... He had a good life. Yeah, himself or, or making some of the investors who kind of knew what he was doing. Uh, yeah, because people
1: did know. I mean, he had the one guy that was cooking the books for him.
0: But then there, there was a billionaire who, interestingly enough, and we'll get into this a little bit later, was like, hey, if he needed money, the billionaire would give him some money, but when the billionaire wanted some money back, he's like, make this look like a loss on my taxes so I don't have to report as much as income. But surprisingly I don't I don't know if anyone else So in the previous how to you know reduce your taxes,
1: illegally doing something again isn't one. Right, right, right. But there's there's better there's
0: better ways. <laughs> and, interestingly enough, actually, uh frauds still happen today. So I believe I, the story came out maybe a month, month and a half ago, where there was someone going around the Midwest um, looking for loans, going to community, small community banks looking for loans, and he had a, uh investment portfolio he was trying to lo- lo- uh, lend off of. Uh, so that he would go, hey, I have this investment portfolio. He'll be able to hand them the documents, and then... Uh, you know, get if, a loan if, if, if you're so uh, some banks require the investment to be at their establishment. Some banks apparently don't. I believe there were around 50 community banks that had loaned against this six million, quote, unquote, you know, On paper. six million dollar investment. Uh, all of them not knowing about each other. Uh, I haven't followed back up. Uh, the reason I heard about it is because he ended up dead in a parking garage. Hmm. Not sure who's doing his or, or, or you know, but maybe, maybe he crossed and, uh, the wrong know, path. So there, there has to be. Uh, you know, I'm assuming the the stuff he was providing, uh, they probably contacted the investment person. So I'm curious who was that? If that was a real person, you know, it's just interesting. It there's, a, there's a lot of bad people out ha- there. Happens all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wouldn't say all the time, but it happens enough. More, more, yeah. The bad actors doing bad things, but, but everywhere. getting into today's kind of uh, quick topic that when I was going through... Uh, we don't have any time
1: left. Yeah,
0: we have plenty of time on here. Oh, you, okay. You're just antsy. <laughs> the The topics I, I thought through when I was watching the, the Bernie Madoff docuseries was uh, tax loss harvesting and then the difference between short-term and long-term capital gains. So going back in, in Madoff, the, the billionaire who's like, hey, I don't want to have this all be recorded as, you know, all of it as positive income, what can we do? Obviously, that is the wrong way to go about it, of trying to cook your own books. Um, but the, the whole idea of tax loss harving, harvesting, do you uh, want to? Well, uh, I mean, if you've got I'm gains any and anything. you want to cash some of the gains
1: out, I mean, look and see if you've got some losses in the portfolio that you can offset them. So that way you don't have to. Because, I mean, capital gains offset capital losses, right? For individuals, mm-hmm. you can take an additional $3,000 of capital losses on your tax return. Yep, to go against your ordinary, ordinary income. income. So, I mean, you know, if you've got some, some dogs, so to say, you, and, and you don't want to leave your money in the dog, then sell the
0: dog. <laughs> interesting that? Interesting that you bring up dogs. There's there's a strategy called uh, the dogs of, of Dow. So you look at the five bottom performers in the Dow Jones okay. and you invest in them the next year. For the next year, uh, I don't know how often that works. I looked into it briefly, but then I I decided to I would diversify another day a little bit another yeah. day. But yeah, essentially, if you have short term uh, gains and losses, they can offset each other. If you have long term gains and losses, they can offset each other, and then you can take that additional three thousand dollar loss towards your ordinary income. So that would be a deduction, not a credit. That'd be another day as well. Another topic. But, um, yeah, so at the end of the year, uh, there's a, typically if you, if you look at when people are buying and selling the most, uh, sellers are more so in, uh, December because they're looking to get it in that tax year. Uh, Hey, this is down. What, uh, you know, one strategy, if you're, instead of doing it in individual securities, if you have it in index funds or anything like that, the strategy is let me sell out of this, municipal bond index fund, let me invest in a like kind, like a similar municipal bond index fund, Um, but you'd be able to record those losses, and in theory, if you still like that sector, you're still in it and still diversify. But you can't buy in the same sector or the same
1: actual fund or stock within 30 days of the sale that you've got a loss in. It's something Mm -hmm. like that, right? Because it's a wash the wash sale rules Mm -hmm. they're not gonna let you sell take the loss and then reinvest it the next day and 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 ride it from there
0: and i I should emphasize this is on a taxable account as well so if you if you're if you're in your traditional ira or roth ira or or any type of similar account like that doesn't matter um when it comes to the taxes whenever you take the money out of your traditional account that's when you're going to get taxed and we don't give actual advice the, no, the the, the disclaimer <laughs> is at the end. And These a general, I'm, sh- I'm general sure comments. you may have listened to the first episode at the disclaimer of saying, "Hey, talk to someone else. <laughs> Don't, this this is not intended to be investment advice." However, uh, few ideas to think about. Yeah, yeah. Th- this would be a, a to talk to your advisor about taxable account, brokerage account, whatever agency. There's different words for it. But essentially, if you make any type of a move in that account and there's tax consequences, that's the type of account we're talking about in that sense.
1: And you can always talk to your financial advisor. You're not running a Ponzi scheme, are you? Me? Well, no, I'm just saying it, a person could talk oh, to you, your financial advisor. Yeah. You're, you're not running a Ponzi scheme, are you?
0: Yeah, I'm sure they'll tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> if they actually run a Ponzi yeah. scheme? Okay, fair. Uh, if, if they're consistently gaining positive returns... Uh, not really <laughs> providing you, and if you can't see the actual movement that day in your in your account, but your uh, account did great, you might be questioning it. Um. So then, going, I I mentioned the short term, long term capital gains earlier. Uh, you want to talk about the difference there? Short term is less than a
1: year. Yep. Long term is greater than a year. There we go. And easy, right? Long-term gains are better than short-term gains.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. I mean, it depends on your your tax bracket, I suppose. Uh, so well, looking, they're up, not going to be
1: worse than short-term gains.
0: <laughs> Will Well, long-term gains be
1: sh- worse than short-term no. gains? No. No. Not not currently. Because aren't short-term in gains the- taxes ordinary income? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's bad. Yeah. Nobody wants ordinary income.
0: Um. <laughs> So the, I mean the the interesting part the short term uh, obviously the lowest rate is is ten percent uh, long term lowest rate is zero and then it goes to fifteen. Um, no now the ten percent isn't much uh, for for single head of household married filing jointly you know that that tax bracket so single up to ten thousand two hundred seventy five dollars is ten percent okay then it goes up to twelve percent. Married filing jointly, at the first twenty thousand dollars, five
1: hundred fifty. So, so if a family makes fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you got the you got the numbers at your finger. I mean, you know, you're just trying to think. You know, the uh, maybe an average. You know, fifty to seventy. Short term would be
0: twelve percent in that case. Uh, Long term would be zero. So, so that's that's, that's the, considerable. Yeah,
1: when you're talking about it. and that so, you just
0: have to hold it for over the a year. Right. So the key there is if you're looking at some. Nice gains, and but you might not like it that particular investment anymore. But you're at the tenth or eleventh month. Oh, don't sell it. Well, well uh, I don't. Oh, ew. or harvest the losses with it. Tricky. Yeah, tricky. See, not that, to think that, about. That, that's when you have to think. Like, okay, what? Do tax I let it ride market? another month or two? You know, there's obviously more. If you don't like it, what are the reasons you don't like it? Do you not like it because it's uh, it's going to drop speculative in ten days? Yeah. <laughs> Then, then you'd
1: want to sell because or you know earnings aren't going to be good and you know, well if, you shouldn't if,
0: know if that. you know that I think we're, that's probably insider trading that's also bad <laughs> the, or illegal we can watch a, a docu-series on Martha Stewart sometime if oh, you she's done well though <laughs> you can recover well, that's what's always interesting people these tax issues. people come out and they write their book they say hey I've been wrong and then they go on the speaker series and, and if you're friends with Snoop Dogg it's probably even better <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how they the the cooking and the whole brownies thing probably. Got well, <laughs> yeah, it, it, always feel good after a good brownie. But the the long term capital gain so it, it starts at zero percent, then it goes to fifteen and then twenty percent. So when people are talking about uh, X Y Z person only pays so much in taxes each year relative to their income, most of their uh, you know income is probably coming from sale of assets you know about the former president's tax returns i have not looked at those okay but apparently he didn't give any to, any money to charity so he, did he itemize uh i i don't know but i just i just I that was he that, would. but we'll, you know that that could stuck be, stuck that's another view. time that's yeah. <laughs> right. let's, not, let's not dive into that so you know the if if let's just say cuz 500,000 is not easy oh no over 517 is the 20% married filing jointly long-term capital gains rate how much 20% 20% when you're over 517,200 adjusted gross income is that a AGI I assume so I it's a taxable income so I'm I'm going to assume as well okay yes Uh, don't ask Questions when I'm not fully prepared. (laughs) This goes back to that's what this is what we're doing. Yeah, this goes back to the beginning. Like now, I have to think to follow up from from previous uh, podcasts. Whenever we get later on, is like, what are some corrections we need to go back and uh, fact check ourselves? But my my
1: thing when I worked with the IRS, right, and their audits, I would always say I would never ask a question I didn't already know the answer to. But if I knew I liked the answer to a question, then I'd ask that question.
0: So, did you know the answer to that question? Or were you? Oh no, I you yeah. believed you knew that it was AGI. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I didn't, so, I didn't so follow my own rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not here. I yeah. mean, do as I say, not as I do. I. Yeah. Uh, so, so because this one's so high, married finally, and jointly. Let's just say million. Like someone makes a million dollars a year, right? God bless them. So, yeah. <laughs> They're uh, at that million mark. Their highest tax rate—they're going to be in the thirty-seven percent tax rate anyway bracket. Yeah,
1: for their ordinary income.
0: But if so, then if they have short-term capital gains, that's also at thirty-seven percent. But if it's long-term, then it's twenty percent, which is a huge difference. Makes about half. Very big difference. Yeah, and uh, and I, you know, now that I am thinking through it more, uh, a lot of executives—they're they're compensated with stock. Options and and so on and, and not necessarily through, you know maybe they will get two hundred fifty thousand dollars or a measly five hundred thousand. But then they have
1: to hold the stock,
0: right? Yeah, to so get the long term. But if you, they believe in what they're doing, I'm sure, you know, sounds good. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, so well, you're glad you're thinking through this as we're yeah, talking. As about we're talking, it's always interesting. Like you know, yeah. that's probably why people get paid a lot in stock and then hey, I don't care about. That much, I just care about what I can do with my stock. And then, you know, all these companies right now laying off 5% of people and whatnot. Part of it's because of shareholders. You got to make the stock look good for them, but also how much do you own? Tricky. There's some, you know, interesting pieces. If, if someone wants to go into the weeds, it's pretty easy. And it's not us. It's not, uh, not this time, at least. <laughs> I don't feel like doing that much work here. But any, any parting thoughts? No, I mean, I, you know, again, if
1: I, I mean, back to the whole Bernie Madoff thing, if it's, if it's too good to be true, it probably is, right? I mean, that's just a life thing. But when it comes to money and investments, I mean, you can see what the stock market's doing. I mean, there's always ones that do better than others, but still, you just got to watch out. And then, for, you know, the, 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 the tax issues, I mean, there's, there's so many different tax issues out there for individuals. And, I mean, we you know, this is just one thing to think about if, if you do invest. And uh, which I mean we would say we would hope most people would invest you know some of their money and uh, trying to save up for a rainy day I would say it's never uh, too
0: late to get started well, so that, if, wow. if you're 50 yeah, and you have nothing it's never too late go for it even if, you know well, I've got a little bit I mean you're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. to <eight. laughs> uh, me you're, you're about 60 we're gonna round up <laughs> uh, it's never too late to get started invest now even if it's just ten dollars a week or a month anything like that they have the the smaller uh, type of accounts like Robin Hood or Fidelity or E-Trade get out there start making moves
1: just do it
0: this is where can like, I say that? M- yeah well trademark Nike is it uh, registered? I don't know it's something uh, we'll figure it out I don't know this is where if you knew who Cardi B was making money moves uh, her song uh, uh, throw that in the, the exit here but I won't sing that for you today anyway until next time <laughs> Thank you for listening to Taxed Out The Podcast. As always, this episode is not intended as individual financial advice. Speak with a trusted advisor to learn what is best for you. Remember, it's not too late to get started. Until next time, hit subscribe.